0: turkey gobble, not like yeah, a. Yeah, but like also, yeah.
1: she meant like the turkey was alive and thriving.
0: Duh, like, yup. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's exactly what I meant. The turkey was happy. Gobble. Ate that that part. That part. So yeah, y'all. Um, if you celebrate Happy Thanksgiving Eve, you know I hope the house is smelling sensational at this point. Um, I hope the yams is being un, like peeled and. All those things are happening and help everybody know what they want to do
1: for Thanksgiving.
0: Most, you important. know, most importantly, what, who you want to be with, eating what you want, enjoying the time off if nothing else. Um, but yes, we are just excited to be here. Um, how, how are you? How are you doing, Sabria? I'm good. Um, I'm, I said, oh. um,
1: <laughs>
0: Nervous <laughs> as shit. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> um, I can't wait to go to sleep though nothing against y'all it's just I had a long day but yeah. um I'm feeling good I'm excited um for tomorrow um
0: yeah that's that's amazing I'm about the same um thank you all for the 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 well wishes I was feeling like an absolute ball of poop um for the last two weeks I don't know what's up it was like a sinus situation that happened and it was so bad that I had to cancel my baby moon. <laughs> youtube video coming but in reality I, i understood like when you don't feel well you cannot be going on vacation and like i just oh my god it was like so much against me like i'm headed towards the third trimester i'm getting very even though i'm not gaining as much weight as i thought i would i am getting heavy and my heart be pumping just from like walking and things like that and then a sinus infection headache oh my god like my teeth hurt it was so bad So I thank you all for the grease, um, for us having to cancel last week, but we we are doing our best to not just be consistent, but think about what we're going to do when I go um, deliver, speaking of turkey, deliver the turkey that's living inside of me right now. (laughs) And that'll be in February. So more to come there, but we will be doing some special episodes and we want to make sure um, we t- we hit on all the topics y'all care about. So make sure y'all hit us up at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com or on Twitter and talk to us about some subjects. You know, we already think about the, you know, the TVs, the award shows, all those different pop culture type things. Um, but if y'all love a particular idea that Sabria or y'all like a particular topic, hit us up about it. So with that, let's get into Fade four. You know, we always try to be festive um and with thanksgiving coming along in the past we've done like side orders that we like (laughs) um favorite parts of thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) shut up thanksgiving outfits and this year i just was like you know there's some foods that people act crazy over and i think it's time to talk about it like, why are you acting like a fool over a certain type of food? Now there are certain foods. Now me and Sabrina, are the biggest foodies on the block, right? There's certain things where we see and we're like, "Ooh, like I want that." That's very human, right? But when people start getting demonic and fixated and possessive over foods, I I, don't, I hate that's personally a big pet peeve of me because it's gluttonous, um, and it's just certain foods that I know that. Trigger people into th- these behaviors. And some of these foods, I'm going to be honest, on my list at least, I've never tasted in my life because I became, you know, vegan, vegetarian young or pescatarian young, and then I became vegan young. So a lot of things were just like not part of my experience. But the way people act make me happy. I don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, let's start with you, Sabrina.
1: Hello. Excuse me, personal pet peeves
0: of mine and food. No, we're not going
1: so i never had anything with lemon pepper Mm seasoning, and that's popular with obviously lemon pepper wings and it also like don't i have brought lemon pepper seasoning actually to use it on something and i just like didn't because i'm just like i actually don't really care about
2: this Mm -hmm. i
1: feel like it's just too much going on at once like lemon pepper like and you know it's already gonna be salt in it with the lemon and the pepper. It is just like it's too much for people people go at eat shit over lemon pepper wings and putting parsley on it. It's like always oh on my God, That'd be like black owned business it's like it's like always like they like lemon pepper shrimp or lemon- pe- it's like mm-hmm. always I just never really
0: got it like
2: long yeah
0: i mean I i like lemon pepper seasoning. But honestly, the best thing to do is to squeeze a hint of lemon on what you're cooking. Like, if you want to be cheap, like, I mean, not cheap. If you want to do the easy thing, right, cooking Brussels sprouts, you put the lemon pepper on top. But it's nothing wrong with just squeezing lemon over the, like, Brussels sprouts just to give it that citrus flavor. But I I know exactly the crowd you're talking about. Like, lemon pepper wings be having people going crazy. Exactly. Another thing. Um, I'm say why not? Let's keep on tearing down the black community. Yeah, that's honestly um, that's what this is about. <laughs> also,
1: like we're black so like that's what we know. So it's not Yeah. Black.
0: But exactly. anyway
1: Um Too many sides. So like when people be like, Oh, like you wanna try out like it's either a food truck or like what's happening in town, um, it's always a place to have like rice with mac and cheese. With fries. That's three sides.
0: <laughs> That's too much. That's don't go together. That's it not don't a balanced go move. That's not like, a balanced meal. Like and you
1: know you've seen platters like that. Like that is such a pet peeve of mine. It's a pet peeve of mine too, because me if I do get a side or something, it'll like be a fry or like a salad or something like that, it depends on like
0: where you're going because if it's a platter, then you're going, yeah. I know what you're gonna get exactly we'll get rice exactly. and cabbage, you know, excuse me,
1: exactly. That's it, like it makes sense to me, like it's a starch, it's a vegetable, and then you got your protein.
0: Bam, yeah, three starches is crazy. Let's talk about it, it's that's absolutely nuts. nuts. Rice and mashed potatoes, and no, that's ah. what it would be, yep. be mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes, rice, and, and, mac and macaroni. Cheese.
1: Yeah, mac and, and cheese.
0: cheese. And it be like, the cheesiest mac and cheese that you've ever seen. It's just tasteless to me because <laughs> I'm like, everybody know what you should get. You should get sweet potatoes. You should get macaroni and cheese, and then you should get greens or string beans or uh-huh. cabbage. You need a green, and that's the per- That's the holy trinity. The rice?
1: I'm like, come on,
0: y'all got to be shitting me. This is crazy. Rice only belong with some platters, and I'll you know I'll leave it there. Mm-hmm.
2: It's crazy. Excuse me. Um, another one. Um, I can't stand this. Alcohol on cakes. Sorry. Like, <laughs>
0: let's take it there. Don't don't. I feel like you you kind of talking to me right now, but it's all right because I know I know what you're talking about. Like rum cakes and let's
1: take no. I'm saying like we Hennessy have actual bottles.
0: Yeah. Oh oh my god. That, Yo, that's a bottle. different
1: story. Yes. Oh, that's okay. how I, When people have actual like
0: bottles. Maybe the any, any, exactly. any bottles, yes. Yes. Oh, it's too much. It's it's corny. Um, I thought you were it, talking about when people use like wine as an ingredient or something. Oh like
1: no, that's I feel like that's normal. Like you can't mm-hmm. really negate that in some things like that. That's definitely normal. Right. But like uh, like um the bottles of the cake with the icing. It's too much. Yeah, the Ciroc and also bottles like, and sparklers. Yeah, it's just like, relax and have the dessert. Like, why you got to make it like a boozy dessert, adult <laughs> dessert? Come on now. Let yeah. it be something that kids and adults alike can enjoy. I mean,
0: and why thing? is your brand, why is that your brand that you like Hennessy? You know, like, everybody got to drink a choice, but why got on your birthday cake. Like ain't something else you like about yourself. Like I don't know. I feel like it can that, be a bit much. And this is speaking as like I I'm Aunt Henny, right? But don't ever get me no Hennessy cake because it's so much like come on.
1: That is like crazy to me. Like I just
0: hate when people like take
1: dessert and just try to be like, come on. I just
0: awesome. don't like when dessert is not classic.
1: Yeah, like come on. Why what are we talking about? Now you are mm-hmm. at the icing off the the mini
0: hand bottles.
2: <laughs> what are we talking about? Like what? Come on. <gasps> it's too much. Like
1: what? And it's dark liquor. Like what if somebody was drinking it's just too it's too much.
2: It's so it don't much. even be it just, it just be any like too much.
1: Um the next thing is like those um I've never had. I have no desire, but also I can't have it because I'm eating anyway. So y'all know, and people be making. Also, the one thing about black people though is black people see something at a restaurant and bring it home, like Mm -hmm. try to make it home. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. So this could definitely be on Thanksgiving menu, because black people be black people be remixing stuff. So you know the sugar factory when they had those. You know, the drinks with the candy and stuff. Like yeah, it. yep. I had and the, one. The bowls of, with the, like, so that is too freaking much. And it's so funny that Ema suggested this be the um, play Farm because I was literally just thinking about this the other day when I was in my 20s and we was at some, like, hood bar and, like, <laughs> everybody had one. Everybody had a fish like, bowl. And, yeah, a fish bowl. Everybody mm-hmm. had one. And I just looked around and I'm like, black people drink too much.
0: It was out of nowhere. So we were just sitting in this bar and Sabrina was like, the the most serious face, black people drink too much. And when she said it, I just laughed so hard because I knew it was an unexplainable thing, but it's like the energy and excitement for the sugary drinks was off the charts. And like, just being around, like I had a drinking ass family, like let's just put that out there. They like, they just, they just love it. You know, they just love it. So when you said that, I always think about how when people just be acting crazy about drinks and arguing about if it's strong enough and begging yeah. for more, it's like, yeah, you, but it's like not social the way you drink an alcohol. Exactly. Right
1: like, and also like, I just hate when it's just too much like, mm, like, like, I just hate when it's just too much like commotion <laughs> for the...
0: And just like I kind of wish it was the seventies where everybody was just drinking gin, like it yeah, because like, I'm
1: like, how is that enjoyable? Also, like there is every gummy at the bottom of this drink, sugar
0: around the rim, sugar around the rim, pixie the a pixie stick as the straw. Shit.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say pixie stick as the fucking straw. <laughs> um, the those ropes belts like just flipped over on the board. Like it's too, it's huge to start with. Like my. Like, overall, one of my pet peeves is, like, ridiculous stuff that, like, you can't finish. Mm. Like, food, like, that's just, like, you cannot finish that. Or it's something that you go to the rest. Like, for instance, I've never... The sugar factory, yes, they have food, but, like, people really just go for that drink. And Mm. I'm like, do you finish it? Like, I just, like... I don't know if I'm getting older or because I was raised with my grandma, I just like a classic meal. A classic dessert. Yeah. Well oh, that just my me I got ice cream. But anyway, classic dessert. Like I when the stuff is too much like going to a restaurant and just like for the for the sugar bowl, I'm like, come fuck on. It's I'm it's like, a mess. I don't know, maybe because is diabetes running my family? <laughs> but I'm like, and I be getting not, like if I just have something sugary without having like a sustainable meal, I feel sick. I'm like, I'm the only one.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Nobody else out here? And um. I had to learn that the hard way because I would like the sound of things, but if it's a little too sweet, I'm getting sick real bad.
1: Yeah. And Ima I know, I'll be having to shut her down sometimes. Yeah. Cause I, you
0: know what? Because I just start having fun. <laughs> and the thing is, I appreciate that she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, thank you, because I always, (laughs) I never know how I get there. Like, (laughs) I'll be real responsible, but I start. One thing about me is when I start having fun, you know when Beyonce was like, hiya. (laughs) <laughs> like, I just want to go higher and higher. I want to have more fun. That's why I going to try certain things, because I know I'm, I am I would keep going. So it's like, with that being my personality, I really appreciate so when Sabria is like, you're doing a bit too much, because next thing you know, it's like one drink, one piece of food, it'll send you over, and you'll go from fun to sick. So I appreciate it, because I'm like, you're right. I don't need any more. This is fun enough. So. Not, and I don't get like that often, but I think the more stressed I am in life, the more fun I want to have. So it's like I only can get like that during times of extreme stress. Um, not these days, but. i used to be a little OD.
1: Was that your four? That was my four. I would say I can go on, on, on about I can,
0: stuff. I can definitely go on and on. Um,
1: also random. Um so i just got into gaslighting companies like big corporations um go on <laughs> i know it sounds crazy so i just gaslit um stars so okay so i had uber one for three months for free mm-hmm. uber one you get free deliveries Get like some of the fees get knocked down. And you get deals on like Ubers, and like I don't have a car, so like I take Ubers a lot. So I was like, it's nine ninety nine a month, not bad. So I was like, all right, I'm canceling it because I don't want to. I don't feel like paying nine ninety nine a month. I'm about to go on vacation, like whatever. So I wanted to go leave it. They're like, no, don't go. We'll give it to you for eighty percent off. <laughs> Haha. Now I'm paying for a month for a dollar. Oh, wow. stars um i just didn't update i have um i changed my direct deposit i didn't update my card so they sent me an email and was like suspended so i went on there and
2: they was like
1: renew forget it i paid 9.99 a month for stars they like get it for three dollars until february because
2: they didn't think i had the money full
1: really? time I had the money
2: they didn't <laughs> update my card
1: so that's my new thing, gas uh, gaslighting companies. Until I don't know if they're doing it because it's holidays, but yeah, gas companies like I don't have the money, and then they give me a
2: deal.
0: Wow. Oh. Well, you heard it here first, Sabrina. <laughs> Maybe we should do a little, a little Sabrina scammer uh, segment every show. <laughs> Hold
1: on, I paid the nine ninety nine,
0: but you, it was yours. It wasn't theirs.
2: Exactly. So now I got stars for three dollars until February.
0: That part, I love that shit. I'm about to, I'm about to talk to him. <laughs> so, let me get through this list because we got it, we got it a doozy of the show. The first thing is, I hate when people come to me with cheesesteak arguments because I'm from.
1: <laughs> no, like honestly,
0: David Geno's vets Where's the it's best? too
2: where's much. Where's the best
0: place to get? I'm like, bruh, I could talk to you about vegan cheese sticks, and even then, all of them good to me. <laughs> like when I say I like every single vegan cheese stick I eat, I, and I was the same way when I ate meat and I ate cheese sticks. I liked them from the poppy store. Okay, I didn't like none of the fancy stuff. So it's hard for me to keep up with, like, I don't get passionate about cheesesteaks. I just yes, don't. Yeah,
1: Iman, that's something
0: a, that's a, I never
1: even thought, yeah, when people get passionate about you, I'm like, come on.
0: Like, people be like, no, Jim's has the best cheesesteaks in the city. And i will waiting any line. And I'm like, it's literally be people I know starting conversations on on Facebook, like, best cheesesteak spot, question mark, let's argue. And people will be like, yeah, I love this conversation. And I'm like, okay, I don't. Please don't ever talk to me about this conversation. But <laughs> it's just like, it's steak and cheese with onions on bread with ketchup. And if the restaurants sell everything else good, they're going to sell a good cheesesteak too, period. That's it. Um, platter culture. I realize that it's people. There, there are a segment of people who don't like to go to restaurants, but they like to order platters from people. And the platters be these Instagram chefs, and it's solely based on clout and appearance. And it just yes. annoys me because they always sell the same things. Like, never mind the fact that I can't eat anything on a menu, but it's just a certain type of food. Like, I see people go crazy for oxtails. I see people go crazy for the lamb chop lollipops or lollipop lamb chops. People go nuts for Alfredo, like you said, with a dozen of parsley spread all over it. And it's just like, I feel like that's a sign of wealth in our community. Like how how big and nasty can your platter be? And how many followers does the IG chef have? That kind of annoys me. Like people who just want to say they got a platter from somebody, and like I know folks like that. They want they want to be like <laughs> platter by chef um Uchi or whatever their name is. And I'm like, oh my god, like just your... yeah, uh, platter by chef Wayne. Period. It's like um, here we go. You know, it's no, it's it's not really the fact that they're supporting like a chef or the fact that they're eating this food, even though that both annoys me too. It's just like, it's like a conversation piece. And I tend to be completely left out of certain conversations. Like it will be like, yo, you ever had platters by Tisha? It's like, no, I, <laughs> I, I like to go to real kitchens and eat food where the health department has some type of relationship with them. Like i don't just be eating platters from everybody um next is crazy combinations you see this on twitter all the time like oxtel nachos (laughs) they were oxtel nachos mac and cheese sweet potato spring roll and it's like be very careful about new inventions and hybrids like it's very rare where like combinations are good you know like for example one time i went to this um it was like a Chinese and Mexican fusion restaurant, La Chinesca in Philly, if you've ever gone. And they had like a wonton nacho. So essentially it was like, instead of tortilla chips, it was shaped like a tortilla, but it was wonton. And I forget what kind of sauce they had, but it was some type of tomato sauce, again, mixed in like the two cultures together and i'm like hmm, okay this worked this didn't repulse me when i heard the name of it but it's just some things like oxtails are such a heavy food you know like you uh-huh. just want to make those traditional like spread and cheese all over not oxtails or you know that's just an example but again it's just it's too much making like a hennessy smoothie like it's, oh. it's okay it's all right. You don't have to have Hennessy in the milkshake. Like you don't have to have oh, that. Oh
1: my God!
0: <sighs> Finally, oh. this is not a nasty food by any means, but it's something I get mad about. And this this is probably a personal problem, right? This is probably something I need to work on. But icebox banana pudding. How people act over it. So if you bring an icebox banana pudding out at a family event, please expect every adult to act like a child again. Like, please expect them to be like, "Wait, can I? Ha- oh, can I have a cup, Mom?" The banana, pudding. like, uh, uh, uh. people go crazy. I get mad because I want somebody to put and I can't have none. So it's like, let alone I can't get none. People act crazy over it. It just pisses me off. It really gets to the point where I felt myself getting annoyed when I see banana pudding. <laughs> I don't say nothing. I don't even acknowledge it. Like some of my family members will talk to me about like menus for like some of our family dinners and they're like, All right, we just gonna get a banana pudding and I get real quiet. I don't wanna talk about it. I'm want to crack up nine. I don't want to talk about them to that's the banana pudding. We have banana pudding in my work thing today and it smells so good. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't ever want. And it's like, no matter where I go, like, I went to uh, Sweet Mac and to New York and I was like, oh, it's the Sweet Magnolias. I know they're known for their banana pudding. It's New York. They got to have a vegan. Nope. Nobody yeah. ever had a vegan banana pudding That's yeah. that don't I've you ever mind? had. She's made banana pudding but she's yet to make it vegan. Um, because it requ- it requires a lot of eggs, her recipes. Um, and like I don't wanna no pity vegan banana pudding either. I want it to be delicious, just like the originals used to be. So I mean, I just tend to get angry about that. And again, it's like, it's inescapable. Like peach cobbler, I feel like, oh, I've had that vegan before. It's really good. But it's the banana pudding that really, it gets to me. It psychologically pisses me off that nobody has figured out in my life how to make it for me. Yeah, we got to figure that out. If y'all got any suggestions or recipes, please, please forward to me. All right. So that was it. That's fade for it. Let us know some food pet peeves or foods that you think are overhyped that people are crazy over, and you're just like, not that deep. Um, let's move in f- to um this week's pray for assist. So this week we're praying for Kiki Palmer, who had um it's who where the news had broke that she had to get a restraining order on her now ex uh partner and child's father. Because she accused him of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse. Um, And I just want to, you know, pray for her protection, her safety. Um, And I'm just really sorry for her or any person who has to go through abuse at the hands of a partner. Because nobody deserves that, and especially not her. You just don't deserve that, you know? And I just feel like I just want to send her love. And I know, Sabria, you know, you feel the same way. Yep, exactly.
1: And
2: also believe we people in the and I'm talking about
1: how you know, you know mostly women was like, that was weird you said about her dress situation.
2: hmm Um and We knew something was
0: up. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, sending lots of love her way to anybody dealing with that situation. Um Tea Time, let's get into it. So There's nothing wrong with being a virgin. Can I just start there? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with like, wait, to be in a, if you could go back to being a virgin, you would.
2: Probably.
0: I think that like I I waited a bit of time and I feel more and more like, did I wait long enough? Like that's how I feel sometimes about like just losing virginity and the hype around it. But it's nothing wrong with being a virgin, being celibate, being as freaky as you want to be. Nothing is wrong with any of it. Like we just respect people's preferences on all uh ends of the scale. But I'm starting to feel like Vine Orgy is just a little too hype about being a virgin. <laughs> She just
1: yeah,
0: said, like, I feel
1: like
0: every time, like, casually, it will just, like, pop up. And I'm like, hey, like, I was eating my breakfast. <sighs> yeah, and it's like, let me just read what she says. So, on an episode of Chelsea Handler's Dear Chelsea podcast, uh, Yvonne Orgy opened up about being a virgin at 39. Uh, Chelsea Handler asked her, are you still a virgin? And she said, I am. Um and Chelsea Handler said, oh, my God, I love this. And she she said, this is the most original guest we've ever had. And we're on, uh, wait, hold on. This is the most original guest we've ever had on. And what are you, 39? Oh, my God, that damn is going to break one day, baby. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So Orgy has shared her desire to remain a virgin until marriages in the past, and joked that she potentially worried about the man she ends up with because of how long she waited. People were like, "Oh, Yvonne, pray for him, whoever he is." Said Orgy, "There's a lot of pent up energy up here, in here with me." Handler suggests that Orgy will hit her sexual peak when she first starts having sex, or she'll need a couple of men probably. Orgy laughed. Yvonne went from being a virgin to polygamy. So yeah, she just said, uh, Orgy added that she's received a lot of questions about her virginity throughout her career. People ask about it because they're curious or may not understand. She said, how will they ever um, understand if I don't talk about it? I can inform your curiosity as opposed to everyone being in the dark and just sort of creating their own narrative. Um, yeah, and also they confirmed that she was, previ- this is complex, she was previously in a relationship with former NFL linebacker Emmanuel Ako in 2018, but they split by early 2019. And I just don't understand why she kept that private. Sorry, that annoys me because I was like, oh shit, what's going on? And she chose to keep that private, which is her decision. But I'm yeah. like, I wish that she could have like shared more on that in the way that she always talks about being a virgin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I knew she was in a relationship with somebody, but I don't know it was, I don't think I knew the person.
0: So I didn't, I just saw pictures of them looking like black love, like glistening black love all the time. And somehow I follow her ex fiance on LinkedIn. I have no clue how, um, but I just was like, okay, it's all right to be a virgin, but it's just, like, I feel so uncomfortable with the jokes, and about, like, that being something she's known for, like, being 39 in a virgin. It's, like, I I don't know why I'm so weirded out by that. Like, maybe I need to, like, check it. I just think she always talks about it.
1: Yeah, no, Iman. I feel like I forget and then I remember. And then when I remember, I feel like, I, I feel like, you know, when it's like a drill under somebody and they knees up and they in a cold room, like, like, I feel like when I
0: remember, it's like, I feel, <laughs> it's I I a feel dark like, Yeah, you are right. It's something like, I feel like I should be doing something about it. Like, you know what I I felt like
1: I, like, I don't know, like, I feel dirt. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm like in her room, like watching, like, I don't know. I just feel like,
0: she needs my help or something like she like it's up to me to help her like and i'm like it's i don't know what i'm supposed to do with the information for real for real like usually i hear things about people and i'm just like okay i hear it but when i keep hearing it from her i feel that i feel like the public's supposed to feel bad or something the public is supposed to feel a particular way yeah and and i feel like what will i do
1: the day when she's no longer like is it like
0: No, for real, what like, we do with the damn bridge? that day? Like, yeah.
1: will something shift? Like,
0: it's just I don't know. Will, like, will we stay on the ride? Is what I want to know. Like, when she does it, if she went and if she does have sex, like, will we all be informed? And like, it's just a a part of her sexual journey now that we're a part of, in a way that I would never want anybody to be part of mine.
2: Yeah, like what?
0: I would never share. I would share that with close friends because people have such a fascination towards virgins. Case in point, us talking about it here, and it's just like I would never want. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And it's so funny because um, somebody on Twitter was like, "You can see it in her eyes that she's just ready to break," <laughs> and you can. Her eyes. She's like, "Yep, still a virgin." <laughs> <And it's- laughs> It's, it's good. It's nothing wrong with it, but I'm starting to feel like, are you okay with it? Do you yeah, want Yeah, like, I'm getting because I'm like, how is she in public settings? Like, what's in
1: my... Like, oh my God, like, I don't know. But <laughs> like, I feel like I would be like, and you know, um, the TikTok, it's and like, and, uh, you know what? Never mind. Like, I just feel like I would just be talking, and I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to talk about that around. Like, I don't know but not like we'd be in the same but i don't know i just
0: feel like i feel like i just shouldn't know i should not know that and i shouldn't know it's like it's been updates across the years now it's been a while of us just getting updates on our sex life and i'm like how much i bet there might be other versions of hollywood who that's, just anoth- that's
1: another thing my mind started thinking about stuff like that and it's just like <laughs> what if i run into one like what do you, not run into one but like what if i run into something like that's a big responsibility as somebody how do you behave when you, like you know um when you because i don't want to say take it from them but like when you um interact with somebody you know finally you know uh bust that yui like what do you do sorry not that you
0: be. Um, yeah, it's it's all new to me, and I guess we'll be updated when it happens. Like, I don't know. And also, I, I
1: can't even. It's been so long for me; I can't even remember.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't remember what?
1: Like, it's been so long for me that it's just like I can't imagine like being one right now. Mm yeah um because that I, word like also when i hear that word i'm like what because i haven't like it's been
0: like i said i've been in the game
1: for a while
0: and i'm just like <laughs> when i hear that word i'm just like a what yeah and i mean for me it, it it's like it feels crazy because i remember where that word was such a part of my reality it was like part of my reality for a long time and i had fears of being someone who was like maybe a virgin forever or like Will it get to a point where I'm at an age? Shut up. Um, Will it get to a point where I'm at an age and don't got that problem? Where um, where it's like unacceptable. (laughs) Um, like, will it be? like people start to see me as weird after a while? Like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just do it? But also, I'm like, I don't want to just do things for that reason. But if those. Like fears and questions and thoughts related to virginity were like part of my reality for so long, but again, as Sabrina said, we could see no longer, <laughs> but honestly, me still one true, where's the proof? Reclaiming my time, <laughs> oh my god, so um, speaking of um being strict, uh Uber is getting strict, <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. so Uber is because so crack- I
0: just was on the Uber app. Uber getting my nerves. Um, Uber is to crack down on fake complaints from users trying to finesse refunds. So Uber is cracking down on unfair deactivations and ratings for drivers. The company announces that it's rolling out technology that identifies riders or Uber Eats customers who get bad ratings with the intent on getting a refund. We have heard from drivers and carriers carriers that they sometimes feel like uber sides with customers especially when it comes to complaints that cause them to lose access to their account the company rights okay obviously i believe in protecting the workers right but also uber don't want to get refunds that's just what it is it's already very they difficult they don't because they made us go through hell and high water and we run. and we did what did we get what seven dollars back baby it was crazy i feel like uber drivers a lot of times, I will say eight out of 10 times, be on some bullshit. Drivers be on some bullshit, the seatbelts don't be working. One Uber yep. driver freaking said that, it might've been Lyft, okay, but this is, to me- Was, it's, was it it's, me, it's, you? No, it was by myself this particular time. My phone died, My something was wrong with my phone. I needed a Uber or a Lyft to the Apple store. I had my mom order me one. My mom sent me the description of the cart and I looked at it on my MacBook to see, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Like say it's a white Corolla. And I'm like, mom, it's been over five minutes. Where is this person at? And she was like, let me call him. And he says he's here. It's a whole, like, say, say I'm looking for a white Corolla, they're in a black Jeep. And I'm like, this is not the car on the profile. And they were like, my bad. I'm like, for safety reasons, you really should not be doing this, but I need a ride real bad. That happens so to me too. I don't, so it's like stuff like that happens every day. Um, drivers getting really angry. Remember the time me, you were in the car with that one Uber and he stopped to get some gas? And he Yeah, was like, like what? In a worse neighborhood. So two women... Come coming home at night in a really like, you know, sketchy neighborhood. And he was like, y'all want something to drink? I said, no, we want to get home. And I was so freaked out. Me and Sabrina was going to do the two-stop thing. But after he pulled that stunt, I, I felt like I had a gut feeling like I shouldn't leave Sabrina in this car with him. And I was like, "Sabrina, let's just cancel after this. And you can catch a separate Uber from my place. Because I had such a bad feeling about him once he stopped like that. Yeah. I didn't know what his intentions were. Then when we were in New York, uh, and it was a really fucked up situation because that's when we was in East Bubblesburg, Brooklyn, trying <laughs> to get to Williamsburg. <laughs> it was so expensive. It was so cold. And me and Sabrina was like, all right, good, got it. We're going to catch a train like to a midpoint. Then we catch an Uber. For the Uber, we was in a weird, we was in a part of Brooklyn that I'm just like, I can't, if I ever was dropped back, off there again we could never tell you it was like near a basketball court somewhere. yeah i'm gonna say i'm still with directions but i was like huh no let, let's just say that's the moment i realized just how big the big apple is i really realized <laughs> in that moment i'm like no new york is a fucking beast this is crazy where are we um and anyway we get an uber and we call and they drop us off like two blocks away from where we supposed to be. And we're pissed because it was Long an expensive Uber. New York box blocks by the way. In the cold. In the cold. And we we dress not the warmest either because we're going out. So I I'm trying to complain. They barely gave us anything back. Then recently we catch uh we we order an Uber XL and they send uh a car that was large but it's by no but by no means is considered a Uber XL, which is somebody something that can sit like whole, like, six people, the woman who pulled up was like, I don't know why they keep doing this. They keep labeling me as an Uber XL, and I'm not. So, luckily, we had somebody with us that could drive the additional person, but it was fucked up because it's like, what if we didn't... We we waited, like, close to 20 minutes for this Uber because it was out in the suburbs to get home, and it just was a big mess. Yeah, Yeah, and I was in the back,
1: like, my my Not to be like, I ain't but I... Luckily I'm five three, but I am not a small girl. And
0: I was in the bag, like Folded just it up.
2: like cramped
0: up. It's, it's like we have to pay for this Uber. And then finally my mom went to a tailgate at the Eagles game and she was trying to get home before like the crowd came out and it was all these barricades and stuff keeping like I guess people from getting to the um getting to the the the, the what's it called? The field where the game was happening. So my mom couldn't get an Uber. So she's like, can you try? So I'm trying to get Ubers for her. And everybody keep calling me like, um, I can't get by. She got to walk up two, three blocks. Now my mom has had a stroke. All right. That's one. So she can't be walking blocks and then you mess around and cancel. And she's like, she can't do that, that's number one. Two, my mom was with her friends who are like, some of them are in their late 60s, early 70s. They can't be walking. And I'm just like, why is Uber not coordinating with these really big venues to have pickup spots? Like the times I see the pickup spots is usually Lyft, it's not Uber. So it's like, I feel like before y'all start saying like you getting strict, you need to get strict with yourself. <laughs> And your and your own, you know, uh drivers and everything like that, because Ubers are not cheap these days. They're so expensive. Exactly. And also like hey, like for instance, I just
1: realized um I never knew that um so at the airport they do it now, they have a zone where they drop you off and they pick you up. Like it's totally different from where like your friends and family like can pick you it's like a whole different side. Um, which I think is great. Um, but I feel like they should probably do something like that and, like stadiums and stuff like that where it's like heavily trafficked so that can help people who things are not easy to I mean the people who are um you know
0: handicapped. Right, right. It's like not easy for everybody. They were like just everybody I was like she can't walk there's a just walk a block. It's only a few blocks. And I'm like, that was pissing me off. And I reported them because I'm like, y'all, look, that, that was ableist to just say, yeah, just no. walk.
1: Yes, no for real.
0: I reported them for being ableist. And they were like, well, you know, they couldn't get by this and the other. I'm like, it was, you should need to train your workers on how to talk to people. Like, you know, you can't help, that's one thing, but to just be like, it's only a block. It's only, and it was really pissing me off because I'm like, yeah, it's only a block for me. It's not a block for my mom. You know, so it just was it was really pissing me off. I understood they couldn't get by. It's the language, it's the attitude, and it's also the fact that like Uber don't even set the drivers up for success a lot of times.
1: No, for real. That's why I was surprised like the uh the most like I mean I'm nobody dragging them right now, but like the only um what was I about to say, the best thing that they have done is like the airport um thing.
0: Pick up um, spots, yeah.
1: Yeah, the the airport pickup spots and drop off because it was very easy for me like when i um when i had um picked up got picked up and dropped off um when i was in vegas it was like a, a gay a or you know, like it was that was very really easy yeah that's uh,
0: definitely good and also they, i had have- to implement
1: that in like i said where they had where it's going to be um like concerts or like football games. Like. It's congestion.
0: Yeah, it's conge- yes, yes, If it's going to be a congested area, everybody gonna have the same bright idea to catch an Uber or Lyft home and nobody's going to know where to find them. All hell breaks loose. It's waste of time for the drivers. It's a waste of time for the person trying to, the passengers. Like it's just crazy. And again, they're not cheap for all that hassle. Like Ubers are 30 times the amount they used to be. It's crazy. Um, And the only thing I will say, I do think Uber Eats is a really great food app, in my opinion. I like that they have a code where if you're picking up the food, you got to like confirm, okay, my code is 0000 because somebody on DoorDash said they left my food at my door and I came to my door and it wasn't there. I hate DoorDash at this point. I, I, that's no, funny. I definitely don't use that no more. I use Postmates, which is basically over Uber Eats. Yeah, I use Uber Eats, and I, I hate DoorDash. I cancel my Dash Pass because they just make too many mistakes on DoorDash. It doesn't make any sense how many mistakes they make. Um, So, yeah, I tend to just do Uber Eats. And also, it's always a 20% off coupon or ten dollars off this or it's a lot of discounts with that one so uber eats i don't mind but uber the driving service can kind of piss me off kind of piss me off
2: yeah
0: yeah oh all right so let's get into this situation um for the sunken place um honestly i didn't prepare a bunch of notes this this for this case because i think that like Everything I heard was just so disgusting and bothered me so much that, you know, many of us read what happened in that with the Diddy and Cassie situation. Many of us have read it. Many of us have been shocked, disgusted all at the same time. And if you're listening in the future, you know, it's a quick goog. You can figure out like what happened between Diddy and Cassie in twenty November 2023. But for the sake of just everybody's mental health, I don't think we should read some of the things. Like Just from a high level, it felt like out of the blue, Cassie released um, a lawsuit in a statement saying that she was suing Diddy for an abundance of things, Um, from charges related to sex trafficking to intimidation and abuse. uh, threatening and abusing like partners and literally keeping her as like essentially a human slave and encouraging her drug, um, encouraging addiction issues, you know? So that's, that's the bulk of it. And I don't know about you, when I heard it, I have never believed something so immediately in my life. (laughs) No real shit. I've never just believed a person because I always thought there was something not right about that relationship. I never looked at that relationship as one that like, oh, I want to be in a relationship like this. You know, I always looked at Cassie as super cool and Same. super super cute uh you know me and you first time it came out i'm like yes i love her she shaved that head i was interested Same. but it's like them two on the red carpet i just i don't know she never really did interviews she never really spoke yeah and she sound like it, it was like
1: like you mean like it was kind of like how amber rose was when she first came out mm-hmm like very like mysterious but I thought she was like just a shy person. Yeah. I thought Cassie was like normally just like a shy person, not talkative. I thought she was just like very cool.
0: Like an just... enigma. An enigma you know, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. She's just an enigma, which of course like played to her like image and her coolness and cuteness. But I mean like the specifically the dynamic between her and Diddy never felt like good. It just never felt really good. It just felt like she was arm candy for him and he was stuck on her beauty. And I thought maybe at the most she just liked like the life he provided her and that he might have been cooler than what we thought. So yeah, as soon as the accusations came out, I was like, there we go, bingo. Like it's clicking. This is what I have personally felt about their relationship. But the thing is it was way darker than what I could have ever imagined. Like the human sex trafficking charges and intimidation and being like a raging drug addict with all them kids. It's just was like, bro, did he gotta go? Like, I just, I'm like at a point now where I'm like, no, he's done. It's a done bun for me. (laughs) No, for real. That shit is unforgivable. Seriously. And it's like, that shit is
2: unforgivable.
0: It's unforgettable that you put her through all that hell. And you know what I keep thinking about is like right after they broke up, he randomly posted like a picture of her like in a bathtub on his story. And everybody like ate it up. Like if you... I'm just I don't know why I remember stuff like this. But it was like one of those things like, oh, he wants that old thing back. Like he posted a picture of her in like a bathtub, like a seductive picture of her. And she never responded. She never said, Imagine your abuser doing something like that. That's really terrifying. She probably was so fucking scared and and just like, oh my God, he really will never leave me alone. She probably was so concerned for the safety of the uh, alex fine who is her husband um and they have two kids together she probably was so concerned about his safety because of how he has literally if the accusations are right which i believe blue kid cut car up like it- that's
1: crazy as f-
0: like huh how did we get
1: here also another thing is like reading the like documents
0: this shit none of this shit was fun to anybody but him None of it was fun. None of it, and that's why I'm like, you really can tell a lot by a person about what they think is fun.
1: And that's freaky That's really scary to see somebody like visibly uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. and then taking pleasure in it,
0: and be like, "This is fun." Yeah, I like it. And that sense of control. I feel like when people like that control like that, you just gotta watch out because it's not. It's uh, it's not human. It's not normal. It's just like so weird. And I'm like, okay, you're a monster. Like I see the type of person you are. And like, I just keep thinking about the fact that he got all them kids. How can you be a good father? How can you be a good father um, when you are taking um, joy in people's pain? How can you be a good, good father when you are being accused of being a raging drug addict? Like how and when do you have time to raise your kids when you're arranging all these creepy interactions with your girlfriend and forcing her to do things that make her uncomfortable with other people? Like, how can you be a good person? How can you be a good business partner? How can you be a good father? How could you be a good anything when your soul is so dark and all you want is to cause people, like you said, discomfort? That wasn't fun to nobody but him. And so I'm, I'm just like, wow! And to have that lawsuit settle 24 hours later—do you know how much she had to be willing to share more if it was handled that quick? Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of pissed off because I'm sure there is some type of clause in that settlement which shares that she can't speak on it any, any deeper. And I was, I really was waiting not to hear more about her trauma, but how she decided to move on and how she's decided to like, like how, what role her husband played in that, hopefully a really good one. I wonder, I would love to know like what role, well, she said being a a mother of two girls has like really, really want, made her want to hold people accountable, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, whew, that I can understand. But I just want to know more. But you know what? More than anything, she don't owe anybody anything. She just needs to heal. Because exactly, that's fucked up. Exactly. It was
1: really, I could not, like, it
0: sound like something,
1: like, it sound made up, right?
0: Yeah, and it sounded like when he was playing the Joker last Halloween, it, it, that's who he really liked to be. That's was, the crazy thing. Yeah, he really want to be a terrible person like that. That's so funny. It wasn't a joke at all. I'm curious about if his reputation will come back. I'm watching Beyonce too. I know that's weird, but I feel like her and a lot of other black elitist celebrities all really praise him. They have his back, so I want to see what's next. I want to see how people act in a year. I want to see if he's still invited to the Rock Nation brunch. Yeah. I want to see it also just like because
1: like obviously like no matter how you slice it there's really no ethical way to become a billionaire and then like when you really think of like the things that go behind the scenes and stuff like that i'm like is this shit really like it's like it's like you
2: don't even really want to know
0: no you really don't want to know
1: and and there was more people speaking like i don't know she was speaking about, but it's an artist from Philly, Bree Stevens. The day that Cassie, you know, came out, she started talking about something and saying how like there's somebody who sabotaged her career and the reason why her music and it's like her music is at a halt. And it made me think about all the artists who like you like oh she had a good song what happened and right. it's like did like this has to be something going on in the industry yeah.
0: where like a lot of these men. Yeah, a lot of these men they will hold your career in a hand, and they especially do it to women. They especially it's happened to some of our favorites. It's happened to Tony Braxton. It's happened to Mariah Carey. It's happened to so many different um uh uh, talented people uh, in the industry. And like I feel like this Cassie thing very it mirrors what happened to Mariah Carey so much because Mariah Carey was young she was impressionable and her record label, the head of her record label took interest And being young, thinking you are grown. You don't really understand the dangers with that age gap and the control, like that power structure of this person being your boss. And she ended up marrying him and he was so possessive of her. And when she tried to leave um, because she found somebody else she was interested in and she just found the courage to, he was, like, blocking everything, getting in the way of her movies, getting in, intimidating her, like, having people show up. So this is what people do to women. This is what they do in the like, industry. that's
1: crazy to, like... Block stuff because somebody didn't want to sleep with you or be with you any longer. Sleep. You just yeah, like
0: that control. Crazy. Like, that's you'll so come scary. back to me. I will continue to just fuck up everything you're interested in to the point where you'll have no other choice but to come back to me. That's how some people think. Oh, yeah, um, that's sick. And somebody mentioned, like, I hope this is the start of, well, it was like a whole kind of like article. I hope this is the start of like a hip hop me too, because I'm like, no, for real. It's too often that a lot of these people, um, harass, assault, bully, you name it to, or beat up black women. It's nothing. Like That's Dr. It. Dre should be nothing. No, for real. Like seriously. Like Dr. Dre should be completely his career should be dust with the way he did what's her name michelle or Yes, yes yes the way he did her breaking her nose and beat come on that is just this is behavior that like i just don't understand how you can look past there are so many things that happen to people and I don't identify as the same whatever as them, same identity as them. And I still know, like, how the fuck can you do that to somebody? But I feel like for some reason, there's just this, nobody cares about women. Nobody cares about black women. It's just, I'm personally getting so sick and tired of it. Like, I I can't see myself just casually... um, making excuses even for people who keep fi- fathering kids and not being there. Like it's all, exactly. all that behavior is abnormal. Like Diddy's, um, serial breeding. That is all the reflection no, of how chaotic he is. Exactly. And I'm also looking at young Miami too. Like, what you going to do? You going to keep messing with him just because he a billionaire when you know he's a deviant, when you know what he's done to other women? Like, and that, that's going to be very telling. We got to start being stricter as to who we, allow. I mean, all of us, me included. Like, we just have to start being stricter about people who are disrespectful to women.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, um, like people who keep secrets about stuff. Like it's just like how could you just hold
2: all that stuff in? Like, yeah, just big creeps,
1: you know. Stop being creepy. and, yeah, and like huddling
2: those people, like it's
0: disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Not cool at all. Yeah, send me so much love to Cassie. And send us so much hate to Diddy, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, all right. So, so let's get into uh, common senses, y'all. This week, we have a listener letter. <laughs> all right. So at the end of this listener letter, the listener wrote, Feeling Grinchy from an anonymous brunchette. So because you're feeling grinchy, let's call you Gigi. Oh, that's cute, Iman. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so Gigi wrote in, how do you set boundaries for how you spend your holidays and who you choose to spend time and celebrate with? I have a few toxic family members who I have declined the invitation to spend Thanksgiving and probably Christmas with this year because I am not interested in feeling uncomfortable with their inevitable drama. Last year and over the past few years, I have attempted to distance myself from my chaotic family members, but I get manipulated by parents to celebrate with these toxic relatives. I have decided to create boundaries with some family members, mainly because adults act childish and I disagree with their parenting tactics or lack thereof in general, but especially during the holidays when these gathers feel very forced. For context, I'm a black biracial and really only have relationships with my white side of the family. Say no more. So I'm quite literally the black sheep of the family in many respects from worldviews, politics, and day-to-day reality. Sadly, I have to remove myself physically from the family gatherings because of the toxic people and how they're stuck in their ways. So I feel it is better for my own mental health To sit this one out, but again, I will be manipulated by my parental figures, as they say I should not isolate because quote this they miss me and my decision to remove myself will have further future consequences on my relationships with my nieces and godchildren. But I'm but in reality, during these holiday gatherings, I'm counting the minutes until I can leave and just go home in peace, feeling kind of grinchy from anonymous brunch app. Oh my gosh. First off, I want to say you are so brave for even beginning the conversation of setting boundaries because so many people just fall in line. They just do it because the traditions say, the media says, the marketing says, you're supposed to be with your family during the holidays, which is a sentiment that is like that can be lovely and is lovely for most people, but not every family is cookie cutter. Not every family is that Disney slash Hallmark, you know, Christmas movie type that, you know, fills your cup up and make you feel loved, make you feel better about yourself. And it doesn't matter who people are, whether they're blood or not. If people are not filling up your (coughs) cup, like you are absolutely right to put boundaries up because boundaries are not meant to be punishment they're meant to one keep you safe and also they're meant to be a way for people to know how to deal with you right so also, shows to like, you.
1: the fact that you're trying to so to speak stand on business you like i understand what y'all saying but this is just the reality of how i feel absolutely and it's i get it you know memories are important building a relationship but this is how
0: I feel. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess the first question was, how do you set boundaries for how you spend the holidays and who you choose to spend time and celebrate with? So um, I think boundaries near the holiday season are more important than probably during any other time because this time is crazy. First of all, for everybody's job, things are just ramped up. It don't matter what industry you work in. It's just so chaotic around this time. Um, For a lot of us, the weather's cold and dark. So you have to battle that seasonal depression. And it's just such a lull. In the winter time and compared to like the summer, like the, the vibe just changes. So, like, mentally, it's a lot. Then, financially, it's expensive because it's yeah. like, oh, this person needs to gift, that person needs to give. Are we oh. having a potluck here? I need an outfit for that. Like, it's just very expensive. You feel pressure to get things done before the end of the year. Things are expiring. Insurance needs to be renewed. It's just a lot going on. So, I feel like during the holidays is the time to set boundaries the most. Um, And this conversation really hits hard for i I think me and sabria because we both have been we're growing up like everybody else and when you grow up you start to identify feelings that don't go away (laughs) it's like okay like i can choose to make everybody happy and be unhappy myself or i can find like maybe some balance and worry about my own feelings so how i find boundaries is think about like how I feel and why do I feel that way? And usually if I'm putting a boundary up with somebody, it's because they've made me feel um, uncomfortable or sad or judged, like in one of those ways, like they've just made me feel like I just kind of hide a certain aspect of myself. And for no reason. It's not yes. like I'm a creepy person and I have to hide my creepy habits, but. Or you feel combative. You feel
1: like you have to be combative.
0: Yes. Yes. And it's like, if I'm acting perfectly normal and people are making me feel weird, I don't really deserve that type of treatment, especially during my holiday season. I have a, a a vision for how I want to spend my holidays and it's happy. So if a person is like not making me happy, they make me feel bad about myself, make me feel like I need to be less happy. I need to simmer down. Then I'm like, OK, You're not a person that I want to spend time with during the holidays, so I haven't gotten to the point yet, I don't think it's been needed to completely remove myself, but I I have simmered down my participation in larger family activities right and i've been like i will i will participate i will show up but i'm not being the public relations manager for the family anymore because it's draining to me um i'm not staying for long at this event because that's
1: another thing especially like i know in the black community sometimes people make you feel bad for not staying for long and when you realize that is an option where you could just show your face and then leave that I feel like that helps relationships as well that helps relationships a like you're maintaining a lot. your peace and then you're also appeasing You know, the people that want to see you, the people that you may miss, but also, yeah, exactly. So that is always an option because when you think back to your childhood, I know me, I think about like the adults that I saw, they're like, oh, so-and-so come kiss, kiss, she, get a plate, kiss, kiss, kiss. All right, y'all, see y'all. And like, you know, some people would talk about that person, but as I got older, like, who knows what that person had to go through? Like, you know? So- they was right rightfully so they had to get my plate
2: kiss 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 see y'all
1: like you know you grow sometimes you grow into that auntie or that you know cousin cousin or that family um so doing that like that's you that was very perfect you said that but that is true that you don't and that's something that I have to deal with um too because I'm somebody that I be standing in ten toes. You talk about seeing the own business. <laughs> me, I really be feeling like I have to stay at the event
0: and like clean up, like and stuff like that. You so surely don't. I'm you don't. Like, you
2: really don't all the time.
0: No, you don't. And especially because it's a holiday, but it's also a day off, right? Yes. So it's like you do, you gotta do what you need to do. And for me, I always felt like my family and like I just get looked at as like, Life at a party sometimes, you know? So for that reason, I'm like, well, I have to stay. I have to no, I don't. It's like some people you want to see, you know, some people you absolutely don't want to hear their trip at all. But I don't want to hear the shit you gotta say. I love you. I wanna, you know, maybe pass by you, make sure you're good, make sure you're alive, but just because we're blood doesn't mean we have to like be aligned and get along. And I kind of realized that with like me and just certain family members and like family friends, really more than the family. Um, so I just, I keep it cute. And like, this will be the first year that i'm really putting these habits into practice and it's because i just have to protect my peace on another level and then finally like i will i also feel like another bound oh real quick with this staying real quick it's also an opportunity to see the kids because i know that you mentioned that the, the said family members are saying like oh well you're going to regret it with the kids if you break if you see the kids and you spend time with them for 30 minutes or so, if you decide to go and you give them gifts and you talk to them, I guarantee you, they gonna remember that for the rest of their life. Cause I had an aunt when I was a kid who I never saw on Christmas, but every year she sent me a gift. And I grew up and I was just like, yo, like she must've really loved me. Like she always thought about me every year. And I didn't even physically see her. I just feel like the family members who show themselves less, tend to get more love and respect and the boundary starts to naturally appear like i don't know if that's just my family but i look at the people who show up all the time and it's like their name is always in something but if you show up less (laughs) i feel like people just kind of have to appreciate your limited presence and be like okay cool because you just got to deal with people accordingly um yeah and also i'm sorry no go ahead I don't
1: know if I'm, like, jumping ahead, but you also, like, because this is something that Yvonne brought up, because, like, now with people's schedules and, you know, things like that, you can, uh, there's always an option to, like, take people out separately. Yep. To do stuff. is. Like, that's always an option. And, like, sometimes I'll be forgetting that, but that's always an option. Like, again, like, with the kids, like, maybe y'all can, um, if you celebrate christmas like go see santa or like if y'all have a parade in your hometown maybe you want to go to the parade or like maybe y'all go out black friday shopping y'all don't even got to get shit for real just that i know like when i was in high school or came back from college, I just like going Black Friday shopping with Iman and her you mom.
2: I, like,
1: I, like, I don't even remember really getting shit like that. Like, I remember one year I went to Lush and like, mind y'all, Lush does not have Black Friday sales,
2: So yeah.
1: I just was like, and for the most part, I just was there. We was up early, um, you know, we was kids, so um, auntie and my mom like would get us food. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just, just like, and I'm with my friends. Like, it just was fun. I just liked the the of like getting up early, the hustle and bustle. So like, you could just do something like that. Like maybe like you know don't you know um your
0: schedule permitting, like just do something on the side with the kids right and just keep it cute with the parents because people can get funny like oh you're not coming to christmas and no you can't see the kids you know they can get like that so it's like yeah you exactly. keep it i cute. know them kids probably got homes so go yeah. go mm-hmm. to the kids and and give them give them their gift and like you know just do do it on your own and honestly another thing i think that has helped me personally is like kind of focusing on traditions that I want to create separate from the ones that I've been born into. Now, I will say that like, for the most part, my mom is like my right hand in planning things. So, you know, I don't have this feeling of like trying to like remove myself from my like core family. But at the same time, like I feel like me and Sabria have created traditions like as best friends for holidays. um, And that has nothing to do with anybody in my family. And like I now have like, oh, gosh, I'll be having a baby and I'll be thinking about ways to excite myself during the holidays with that. But prior to having a baby, like I would have friends that had holiday parties like you got to sometimes you got to spend the holidays with your chosen family, you know, you guys Yay. spend the holidays like I don't know if you have roommates or if you have a partner or somebody like that, but like sometimes your chosen family and it it sucks like especially when you want to be around your family. Some for some people they like fuck y'all you know and they can move on and I'm I'm not really like that so I think that creating boundaries with family can be really challenging for me. It can really hurt. I will cry about it because I just like being open and free and around, but also just some like something's got to give because I don't like how I feel. Like I don't want to feel like this and it's life is just not fair. You know, people will not always respect you simply because they should. Sometimes they need to, you got to just play back with them. And also some people are just damaged. They don't even mean to be like, <laughs> rude to you they don't mean to be you know oh gosh like you are traumatizing me and draining me out they just don't know any other yeah. way to be and that's another thing that i learned too like for instance i'm not arguing with a something
1: year old about like sexuality
0: Uh-oh. like i'm
1: just gonna let you hit like and i feel like so because i'm always like i am that person that i always have to say something i always like but i've gotten better with it And once you realize stuff like that, it's just like... It's not even like being like, oh, I'm letting anybody say anything. It's just like, I, what is the point of even arguing with you? Because you're never going to see. Like, you're never going to see. So the best thing I can say is like, don't feed into whatever they have to say. Or just make them feel stupid. Like, if they laughing at, oh, haha, Black Lives Matter. Oh, why is that funny? Like, when even like something little that's something i started doing doing little shit like that make people feel very humiliated
0: by the way (laughs) period no that's a good one and also keep it pushing pushing and also not telling everybody your stance on why you're giving them space or because they will never understand i used to do that i think when i was younger i would say like i'm not gonna do this because i don't feel heard and seen and People will be like, what, this and the other. But then I have some cousins who just start coming around less, right? And it's like, when you see them as love, they make sure they bring something, right? They I got the sodas and the borders. I got the cooler and the speaker. Like, they always bring something. They show up when they show up, but they don't show up for everything. Like, they live their day-to-day life, Monday through Friday, separate from the larger ecosystem of the family and then they pop up when they pop up and i feel like they don't nobody even ask them why what happened nobody asks them anything they just show up and people are excited to see them because they're like they know their presence is a present because they're not always around and like they just they get to rock out in the family so i think that it's like it's a balance because you 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 don't want to um you don't want to maybe miss that time with kids, but hey, maybe you're, like Sabrina said, you're willing to miss it. Because I'm also thinking like, what if you don't live in the same like city or town as your family? Then it would require like kind of being, it, that dipping in and dipping out becomes less easy. You yeah. know? So it's like- And it. also,
1: sorry. No, some, go ahead. No, Some people try to use kids against you to make you feel
0: something.
1: That's the kid. Like do. honestly, depending on the, the kid's age, it's good to make memories, but honestly, like to be frank, sometimes kids don't give a shit.
0: No, sometimes they don't. And it's like, if you send them a gift and call them on FaceTime... Then, then that's just all you can do. That's really all you can do. And they're not your kids, you know? I know when it's your niece, when it's your little cousin, oh, trust me. Because I'm like, I love my little cousins. And like Sabria, same way. Like we love the children in our family and we want to be a part of their lives and their upbringing. But it's like, it's not all on you to make things good with the family. You do your best. And whatever your best goes, like, give that and don't let people burn you out. And again, I will stress... To create your own tradition so you don't feel like you're missing anything that's really what my new motto is like whenever I feel like I'm not getting something from like family I've realized you know what my family is are their own entity like I cannot change them I cannot run them my presence is not that great and do I want to spend my energy that way no I don't So what do, what am I missing? What do I want for Christmas that I'm not getting from them? All right. Make sure you get it. What do I want for new years that they're not giving me, you know? Okay, cool. That's going to be what I do for new years. And like, that's just my, the mindset that I'm trying to, you know, keep in the forefront, even though some days it's really difficult because you just want what you want with the people you love, you know? Yeah, that's it, um, we wish, we're wish wishing you the best, best, best holiday season, um, no matter what you choose, but it seem like you got the right idea. It's not like you're tired of it and you know what you about to do, but and hopefully, you yeah, you sound like you you standing real sturdy in business. <laughs> but hopefully something that we said helped you hit yes, us that's back that's up. That's that. Yeah, hit us back up. Let us know how it worked out. Also, we love the listener letters. You can't express it enough. Make sure y'all um, write us at, at gmail.com. I know y'all got some juicy going on. Like I know. Especially in the holidays. Oh boy. Yeah, like tell us who, who, what, what's that nigga doing? Like, what is he doing? Well, man, tell man, us man. what your landlord doing. Tell us what your roommate doing. I'm tell right, us uh, what I'm your parents gonna doing. I wanna know what your workers are doing to piss you off like i know everybody pissed off about something so come on let us know and we can talk it out on black girl brunch um so y'all that's it for this episode make sure again you write us at the uh, email make sure you follow us on instagram at black girl brunch twitter at the okay girl brunch you can find me on instagram and tiktok at imamate twitter at It's Mate. instagram and you can find me at its frankenfim on instagram Alright y'all, that's the show. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Peace.